Hello and welcome to Town Topics. I'm WCTV Executive Director Sean Neville. This program is produced with the Town of Wilmington to educate residents about various issues facing the community. And today we're going to be talking about inclusionary zoning. And if you're not familiar with that term, we're going to try to walk through the concept for you. It's an important term, something you're going to want to understand about future development in town and especially coming up at town meeting because this is probably going to be coming up. Joining me to do that is Valerie Ginkrich, the Town Planning Director. Valerie, thanks for coming back. Thank you. And you've been out over the past few months kind of talking to people about this, mm -hmm. educating people what this concept is, soliciting feedback. And so let's just start with the big question as succinctly as you can. This mm -hmm. is complicated. Uh, what is inclusionary zoning? Sure. It's a, it's a requirement that um, affordable housing units be constructed when housing units are built in general. Um, that's probably the simplest way to put it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a requirement that affordable units be a part of a development. And we'll talk about affordable in just a second here, mm -hmm. uh, but Wilmington does not currently have this, but, no. but a lot of area towns do, right? They do. Um, all, all of our neighboring towns but one um, have this, and um, most, of, most towns across the, st the state have it. So it's, it's not a new idea, mm -hmm. um, and it's been talked about in the past here as well. So. And, and to talk about the, um, it's not just a good idea to have affordable units, but it's also state law to have affordable. And 10% and, uh, of units in town need to be have this fitness definition. Mm -hmm. And from if Wilmington doesn't do this and developments keep going in and we get under that 10%, which I know we're close, mm -hmm. what happens? What, what's the punishment if we go under that 10%? Right, so currently we're at 10%. Um, we will fall below it uh, when the new census numbers comes out, come out. Um, when we fall below, um, what can happen is a uh, 40B project, it's called, um, can come in and um, kind of ignore our zoning and uh, do a denser, larger project um, pretty much anywhere. Um, so it sort of puts aside planning and zoning and um, just puts in those affordable units um, where they may not make sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so before we get into the specifics of this current proposal, I want to talk about affordable because mm -hmm. this is a term that is legally defined. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. something that's just an opinion of what someone might think it's affordable. Right. And so I want to start with some numbers here. The, the area median income in Wilmington is just under $108,000. And if that sounds high, you're not alone um, because 20% of Wilmington households make less than half of that. Um, and this is the group I think we're talking about when we talk about affordable housing. This group is eligible for affordable housing and, and even people that make more than 50,000 mm -hmm. are affordable. Can you explain what affordable housing means in Wilmington? Who might be eligible? Mm -hmm. and, and if you can a little bit talk about the price point we're talking about for sure. what affordable is. Sure, so the state defines affordable. Um, right, so it's, it's, we're talking about the state-defined affordability, which is 80% of, of area median income, that number that you just said. Um, basically, I think the family of four can make up to, I think it's $78,000 and qualify for affordable housing. So when folks say it's not really affordable, that's what they're getting at, that you still have to make a lot of money. Um, and, you know, so... Understandably, it's, it's not affordable to everyone, um, but it will help some folks out, especially, like you said, um, a lot of the town, there's a lot of people in town who make a lot less than $78,000 as a family. Um, and the price points we're talking about, I can give an example. Um, they go, they vary by bedroom, um, by style of unit, um, and the state really has a kind of a formula to define that. 
But an example would be um, the new condos that are being built off Andover Street, Spruce Farm. Um, people are probably familiar with that development. Uh, the two bedrooms there are going for $211,000, uh, which is um, the affordable price. Yeah, and it's considerably less than what the market rate is for the it homes is. that are going in over there. It is. It, how does someone do this? So, so if somebody wants to, to feels that they fit this definition, mm -hmm. um, how would they go about the home buying process? Are there, are there forms they have to go through, departments they go through? Yeah, so um, they have to, um, when there's a new home available, um, there's a lottery. So um, people would, there's always a, a monitoring agent um, who works for the developer um, and really kind of pre-qualifies people. Mm -hmm. um, so looks over their um, income, their assets, makes sure that they actually qualify by the state rules. And then they're entered into the lottery um, to see if they're drawn for that unit. Um, is there any preference given? I mean, we keep hearing people, mm -hmm. I want to stay in town, or my kids yeah. want to stay in town. Is there is there ever preference given to Wilmington residents? There is. Um, we're allowed to do a preference up to, I think, 70%. So usually it's two out of three units. Um, and the Wilmington residents at that point would kind of go to the top of the list um, for those lotteries. Um, so we always m do as many units uh, with a local preference as we can. All right. Yeah. So that hopefully lets people know what affordable is, what this idea is about inclusionary zoning. So let's talk about this proposal. And, and as mm -hmm. you said, it's still in the works. You're yeah. still soliciting feedback on this. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about that as the proposal currently stands mm -hmm. at the end of 2018 going into 2019. Um, what types of developments would be included into this zoning and, and how would they be impacted? Sure. Uh, so as the draft currently stands, um, the requirement would be for any multifamily, so not single family, um, you know, single family subdivisions, one unit here, there. Um, those wouldn't be impacted. Only multifamily where you're doing condos, apartments, um, duplexes, that type of thing. Uh, multifamily developments that are eight units or more um, would be required to provide 15% of their units as affordable. So in an example of, let's you know, hypothetically talk mm -hmm. about a 20-unit, multi-unit development that comes in, 15% sure. of that is three units. So three units would be affordable in that 20-unit structure. Right. So we would be requiring, of the 20, three to be affordable, and then the 17 would be regular priced market rate. Okay. Um, does this include rentals as well? We, mm -hmm. we talked about the purchase price earlier, but, but yeah. rentals are included in this? It, yes, they are. Um, there's a different kind of formula that, that rents are... Um, the affordable rents are calculated by. Um, if, if I had to say off the top of my head, I think a one bedroom was like 1200 something mm -hmm. um, the last I checked. Uh, but those are always kind of readjusted for, um, uh, for the time that we're in. Yeah. Um, a lot of people talk about, well, home, home prices are so high, so the mm -hmm. developers must be making a lot of money on these. Affordable units that are, if they're required to sell them as affordable, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll probably be making a, it'll be a loss on these. You know, it'll cost more to build these homes than it will to sell them. Is that, that's right? That's right. So, so from a builder perspective, you know, you're going to, to that community too and, mm -hmm. and saying this is something that, that we're going to essentially tell you, you have to put these units that you have to take a loss on them. Mm -hmm. But my understanding is that the proposal as it currently is, has a little incentive for them to make sure that they're not taking so much of a loss on this. Right, there's a little bit of an offset to that cost. Um, we call it a density bonus. Um, it's the idea that you're providing additional market rate units, regular price units, um, 
on top of, of what they're allowed to do. So for instance, that 20 unit development, um, three of the units would be affordable. And as the draft is, is currently um, drafted, uh, three additional market rate units, so one for every affordable, would be added into that mix. Okay. So you'd be back to 20 market rate and three affordable. And the idea is that a market rate unit, um, the revenue from that can offset the cost or the loss that you're taking on the affordable unit. Okay, and I just wanna, I wanna get you on that again. So it's, it's for every affordable unit that is required is, is how many additional units they could? One additional okay. market rate unit. Okay, gotcha. As currently drafted. Yes. There were other ideas, but um, I think that's kind of the middle ground of what we've, what we've been hearing. So mm -hmm. that's what we came in with. Okay. Um, there, there's a part of this plan that says that the affordable units might not necessarily have to be in that same development. Can yeah. you explain the, the thinking behind that and what that mm -hmm. would actually entail? Yeah, we struggled with that piece of it. Um, a lot of town, well, some towns allow for those three required affordable units, um, for instance, to be built off-site at a different location. Um, and there could be good reasons for that, um, you know, and, and we wanted to allow that flexibility just in case, but we also wanted to set a really high bar for that being the case because really you do want those units um, mixed in with the market rate. Um, so it's, it's something that we certainly want to hear back about. Um, you know, we wanted to provide a little flexibility, but um, also make it so that it's not, it's very much an exception to do it offsite. Mm -hmm. um, and those offsite units would have to be constructed at the same time. Um, so they would have to have all, both sites kind of ready to go and own both sites. And um, it may be a little bit more complicated, mm -hmm. um, but there may be a case where that makes more sense. Um, yeah. And I want to be clear in, and maybe get your take on this. This isn't the town saying we're welcoming in all these multi-unit developments in and we want this as part of a, as a plan per se. This is, this is all those, any, any developer who would want to come in and do this would still go through the normal process. Mm -hmm. It would still need to fit in the zoning. Mm -hmm. And then this is almost, um, almost an overlay over, over what the current zoning is. They would be allowed to... To, well, they would be required to provide the affordables in multifamily dwellings. The only place that we allow multifamily um, is in the central business district, so it's um, a small area around the main train station, um, which is a fairly built out already. Um, and then the neighborhood mixed-use district, which is um, Lowell Street and Woburn Street, um, you know, there are some, some projects that are anticipated in that area. So. Um, they wouldn't be able to build multifamily in other places. Mm -hmm. This would just be where we've already allowed it yeah. um, and require uh, affordables as part of that development. Okay. Um, the plan is still being finalized. You're still looking for feedback. If somebody wants to learn more, if they have some thoughts on this, what do they do? Um, they can call, they can email, they can stop by. Um, we'd certainly love to hear from people. Mm -hmm. um, the idea is to kind of get some initial thoughts, feedback before we submit this for town meeting. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, happy to talk to people as much or as little as, as they want. Yeah. And, and I guess kind of at the end here, let's talk about that 10% threshold again. You sure. said Wilmington will go under that 10% mm -hmm. and then when the next census in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, this will not necessarily fix that, but right. it will stop the town from keep continuing to fall behind. Yeah. This. 
this bylaw, this type of bylaw, is really a way to maintain a percentage. Um, so if we were, you know, if we were at 15%, um, this would be a way to stay at 15%. Um, it's not a way to kind of fix a deficit, um, which we're, that's what we're running into. We have um, some units that are falling off the list, and we've been adding market rate, uh, regular market rate housing to our mix, but not adding affordable in fact, losing some. So our numbers are, are going down. Um, so this won't fix that, and it's not meant to. Um, this is really um, something that we need in place to maintain a percentage. Mm -hmm. and, and just to kind of, as, as I'm thinking about that, if, you, if someone builds one home in town, that you're, you're essentially your 10% number's going down, because it, and, that, and that's not something you can regulate with a 15% affordable if someone puts up one house, right? Right, right. right. Um, all right, anything else on this issue of inclusionary zoning? Um, there's a lot more details, and um, probably shouldn't go over those here, mm -hmm. but um, would love to talk to folks if they're interested in this. Um, please, I'd I love to pe for people to um, come in and talk about the details. Yeah, and the, you're, you're trying to find, I think, the right balance between um, not too much, not too little, and making sure that... that this is a starting point. Yeah. I think um, there's certainly more discussion to be had. Um, I think, you know, we can talk about, we, we struggled with whether this should apply, like I said, to, you know, all of town. Um, and that can be, we can talk about that. There would be some things to, to work out. Um, you know, you wouldn't be able to do a density bonus in certain circumstances, so it gets a little bit more complicated. So this is really meant to be a first step where we can um, make some progress and then keep talking about the rest of it. All right. Good. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Thank Ollie, you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot. All right. And again, this is going to be coming up likely a town meeting. Uh, so you get a few months to, to kind of digest this information, get some more information, and, and definitely give some feedback before this is presented um, uh, before town meeting, probably in March. So, um, so certainly read up on it. That's going to wrap up this edition of Town Topics. A reminder, you can watch this online anytime at wctv.org. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you next time.